Welcome to the Unleashing Your Entrepreneurial Brilliance, a journey with the Gene Keys, a podcast series with myself, Kayla G. I'm really excited because over the next 14 episodes, I'll be sharing my journey of working with the Gene Keys from an entrepreneurial lens and how this work has profoundly impacted me as a business owner over the last few years. This series is also a sneak peek into my program called The Illuminated Entrepreneur. This is a four-month program where you and I would work together on diving deep into your gene keys and human design, giving you the chance to break free from outdated business paradigms and conditioning that no longer serve you. With dismantling these barriers, you'll learn to trust yourself deeply, show up in your business with authenticity and sustainability, while simultaneously making a massive impact with the clients that you serve. You can learn more about this through the links in the show notes or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kayla G or email hello at Kayla G.com. Now let's dive in. Welcome back everyone. I'm really looking forward to diving into my IQ today and talking about the pathway of intelligence. So I'll be sharing how having 19.5 in this sphere has really impacted me in my business, especially when it comes to my mental paradigm. So we're going to be diving into the specificity of the IQ, EQ, and SQ, which are the next three spheres in the Venus sequence and the next three episodes that are coming up. So the IQ is your conscious Venus and this being the Venus placement, planetary placement, the Venus is all about your relationships and your values. And the IQ stands for intelligent quotient. And so this is the first of the the intense three phases that we go through when it comes to the gene keys. So this is between the ages of 14 to 21 is the energetic imprinting received during this time through the life experiences that we have. And then we have the EQ, which is obviously the next sphere in the next episode. And then we have the SQ. So I'm not going to dive into those right now because I'm going to save it for those episodes. But this sphere is about the experiences that we have during our teenagers, right? So like pubescent times into young adulthood and so when we are an adult we may actually notice during this phase we have remnants of our inner child prior to being influenced in society by dogma and belief system so it's like really reconnecting to our inner child because this is like before things get serious you know you look at when you're in high school going into post high high school you're going into university or traveling or whatever it is and it's like we kind of lose our childlike wonder because it's like oh we're becoming an adult now so then there's this like framework that gets dropped into our mind in terms of how we see the world and so this fear is really about having the dexterity to mentally absorb information and how we process the world around us and so the real journey of this sphere is about unlocking the mind so that we can really tap into the deeper emotions within us, right? Because if you think about it, I'm sure whether it's yourself or someone else, you know, there's sometimes we try to logically process emotions and that doesn't work or it's not a consistent tool to use or approach because our emotions are not always logical and logic is most definitely resistant to being emotional. So your IQ is really about contemplating what has influenced your mind to really process and look at why you do the things the way that you do, why you believe the things that you believe, and so on. And so what's interesting about this, though, is that the IQ, even though it has to do with the mind, you can have any of the gene keys 
in this sphere naturally like like all the other spheres it's not just about the gates in the ajna center or the head center so it's really interesting to see how there can be this connection between certain centers and the mind if we look at it from a human design and gene keys lens so the really big thing that i process in this is asking myself what do i notice with this gene key that could be contracting me mentally or expanding me mentally to share the gift of sensitivity because i said i have 19.5 in this sphere with my clients my team my audience and whatever it is that i'm focused on when it comes to my business so the the IQ being 19.5. 19.5 is a gate found in the root center and the root center is all about the pressure to evolve, to move on to the next thing, to achieve things, evolution, growth. And so this as a gene key, the shadow is codependence. We have the gift of sensitivity and the city of sacrifice. And so what I find really interesting is that when it comes to the way that I approach my business and how this shows up, my root center is undefined. I have a lot of activations in my root center. I have nine activations, so there's like a lot of double gates, but I have no definition as a whole. There's just hanging gates everywhere, my friends, (laughs) which means that it's often that I get that drive and that pressure from my root, but it's just, it plugs in and it plugs out depending on the transits and the people that I'm around. So when I consider the shadow of codependency or codependence, however you want to say it, what I notice mentally is that it's taken me a long time to trust my mind when it comes to my business. And what I mean by that is that I can definitely see patterns, especially during this time of like 14 to 21, where I was lacking confidence. Like you're in high school, going into university. I didn't know what I was doing. My parents were separated. Like I was growing up in, you know, separate homes. Like it was just, it was a lot. And that was, I kind of shared in the last uh, couple episodes or a few episodes ago about the toxicity of my upbringing with my dad and my ex-stepmom. And so it was at the age of 15 in particular that my ex-stepmom left my dad and it just, things started to become a little healthier. And so the codependency is like not being able to trust myself in relationships and not being able to trust other people, but then also just feeling very attached to needing to keep the peace making sure that everything's all right, like the walking on eggshells, right? And so it's interesting because the sensitivity is nuanced in this because I notice that it shows up where I can really read other people and it can almost be to the, my detriment because it's like I can really feel and see and, and, and know what other people need. But then the codependency is like, and I know that the city is sacrificed, but it's like sacrificing my needs and my own sensitivity in order to people please others. And so when we, when I look at the city of sacrifice and I consider what do I need to sacrifice that is not serving any of us, like really I feel the sensitivity of the needs here, but what is it that I need to sacrifice for everyone? And it's interesting because I had a recent experience that I'll share about here because this is more related to business now that I'm kind of showing where these behavioral patterns came from in my early years. I had a recent experience where there was an opportunity to collaborate with a team 
And the initial conversation was around a mix of payment and doing an energetic exchange. And it was initially it was very enticing, but it was interesting because my sacral was not fully lit up by this. But then I could see my codependent behaviors coming off. It's like, well, no, like, you know, you don't want to burn this bridge. And like, I think that it could be a really great opportunity and we can figure out logistics later. And there was this very small version of me that was coming through. And I was like, what is this shit? Like, this is a great example of me being codependent and thinking that I'm not going to be able to achieve certain things unless I collaborate with these specific people. And so the city of sacrifice really came through because I felt myself expand and I was like, what's actually an integrity for all of us is that we are monetarily compensated for the work that we're doing. And an energetic exchange is not actually fulfilling all of our needs and it's not honoring our expertise. And so this is what I think should happen moving forward. And so even the gift and sensitivity, like me being able to pick that up it was it was just so interesting because the old paradigms of people pleasing or needing to prove myself and decide like okay that's how i'm going to get these collaborations and opportunities i need to sacrifice from a negative perspective of like my own needs but what i shared with you in terms of being like no this is what's an integrity for everyone everyone gets their needs met that is sacrificing the people pleasing and that is being sensitive to the needs including myself and others. And so this, in order for me to have had this breakthrough, I needed to have the dexterity and the willingness to see this differently and to notice the past paradigms that have influenced me from a business perspective to do things a certain way, especially when I feel like I'm out of my comfort zone. So this has been a really powerful experience. And so when we look at the line expression, so as I mentioned before, in all almost all of the spheres in the Venus sequence, we have the shadow side and we have this signature side or this alignment side, if that's what you want to call it. So the fifth line is known as the practical mind and the shadow is defensive. So when I am, let's say, not in my element, I feel like I need to defend my perspective and I need to justify it so it's interesting because when I actually shared this opportunity with some entrepreneurial friends of mine they were helping me see it differently and I was like defending why I thought oh this is was the initial agreement this is why I think we should do it I wasn't in alignment with the truth of being an empowered fifth line and being practical about it so the fifth line is a practical mind is knowing is is known as being a pivotal leader for change and transformation and it's really about having the ability to organize and share information in a way that's digestible for everyone and it's really explaining things with a natural straight shooting approach being very practical there's a lot of intentional depth and detail and so there's, this is, this, the fifth line, as you know, if you're into human design and you heard me talk about the fifth line and other gene keys, it's like this leadership energy, this mentor energy that's here to give guidance. And so it's interesting because the shadow side, which I talked about this defensiveness, can also be an experience of like self-pity or victimhood or thinking that everyone's against them. And so 
it's funny because even when I look back into my teenage years, like those times, it's very challenging. Like we do feel like the world's against us. Like we're being asked to make decisions and like, what career do you want to do for the rest of your life? Like, have you found a person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with? Like there's all these big questions and it's just so much pressure, right? So it's like, for me, when I was in this particular business experience, I was really looking at like, how can I stop holding myself small and having this pity and this underlying frustration thinking that I have to do things this way because this is how it was initially brought up and how can I actually be a leader and a guide for a practical approach where everyone is going to thrive and so that was like a really powerful breakthrough for me but this is a tool the IQ is literally a tool for me to tap into when I notice that mentally I feel stuck like, this is where I go to contemplate. I'm like, where am I being codependent? I start asking these curious questions and getting into a state of inquiry because when we're curious, that's when we can tap into and plug into different ideas, different forms of inspiration, and really shift our perspective. So when I consider this as a whole, it's really it's really kind of one of these the three pillars that can really support you in your business to look at the lack of dexterity or the lack of, you know, flow that you have in terms of seeing things differently. Because I know for me, one of my toxic traits that is a weakness and a strength simultaneously is being stubborn. And I find that stubbornness can really tie into codependency because it's this, this unwillingness to let go, right? And so this sphere is so powerful to contemplate when you are being stubborn or if you want to call it steadfast and really just get curious and like, how can you like loosen your grip a little bit and see things differently? And even even asking myself, because I have a fifth line, it's like, is this is this a practical perspective, Kayla? Like I will ask myself that so that I can pull myself out of my specific way of thinking and seeing the world. So one of the great things about the IQ, like I said, it's about shifting the dexterity of the mind and really bringing our mental awareness to the forefront so that we can bring our guards down and really unlock ourselves emotionally, right? Really balancing that mental versus heart energy. And so when we look at the pathway of intelligence, which is leading to the EQ, this pathway is specifically about balancing the yin and the yang because the IQ is about the mind and the EQ is about the emotions. And so that we're really starting to move towards the heart. And so in the shadow realm, the energetic experience of the IQ or the intelligence pathway is to cause defense in someone's stance mentally and emotionally. So for example, it's this defensive energy. So even even though I literally have the fifth line in the IQ and that's the shadow side is defensive, if you think about any sort of mental experience, when we disagree with something, there is a wall that comes up. And so this pathway is specifically about bringing that wall down and that the challenges or the turbulence that come with this pathway are really going to show someone where the opportunity is to become defenseless, to put the guard down and putting the guard down with a commitment to clear mental and emotional boundaries so that clarity can come through for your innate intelligence so that you can be open-minded and have an open heart and begin to explore the realm of the emotional quotient, which is the next sphere. So if you think about it, when we're defensive mentally, we're usually justifying ourselves logically. 
when we're defensive emotionally, we're usually closed off or we're projecting our emotions back into the other person. So when you are contemplating this pathway, like really asking yourself, like how do you or when do you find yourself being defensive in, when tough emotions come up? And is it about feelings or is it, is it about your mental perspective being challenged? What would happen if you became defensiveless, right? And just put the guard down. Because then you might notice if you put the guard down, all this fear comes up. But then it's not about being defensive. It's about addressing the fear. So then you can sit with the fear, right? But the fear is usually driven by emotions. So when you sit with the fear and you emotionally process that, it's going to bring the guard down from your mind because you have to bring the guard down in order to feel the emotions, to process them. So this is how you can see the yin and the yang energy coming between the IQ and the EQ. So... If this is resonating with you, first of all, I would love to hear. Send me a message on Instagram at Kayla G. And I hope that this really inspires you to use your gene keys as a tool to support you in business. And this is why I have the Illuminated Entrepreneur Program because this works. Like I'm literally doing this entire podcast series to talk about how this work supports me as an entrepreneur. And I think that being able to develop your awareness, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, you're really going to be deeply grounded in what you need to do or not do in order to create a beautifully, energetically sustainable business. And getting clarity and discovering your own internal blocks. Like if I told, here's the funny thing, if I told someone this is my gene key in my IQ. Like, tell me about where this shows up in my life. They might be able to tell me, but they're only going to be able to tell me based on what they know of me. And so the gene keys are quite literally your keys to unlocking your own internal processing and your own internal journey to your pathway to illumination, which is the purpose of the golden path and the gene keys. And so when I look at the Illuminated Entrepreneur Program, it's really about you getting this unique framework within the program and my support directly one-on-one -on -one to help you unpack your gene keys in these different realms of your business, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, whether that's connecting with clients, getting clarity on offers, making a bigger impact, looking at how you can be more self-expressed, have more confidence. Like there's so much available here. So I want to invite you to continue listening to the podcast series. And I want to invite you to check out the Illuminated Entrepreneur Program. The link is in the show notes. And you can book a discovery call or a clarity call with me. It's 15 minutes to see if this would be a great fit because I'm committed to supporting you and making sure that this is exactly what you're looking for so that you can thrive because to be a win-win for everyone. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you've been taking your gene keys and contemplating them with me throughout this series. And I'm really excited to chat with you in the next episode about the EQ and the pathway of love. So that's going to be really fun. So thank you for listening. If you can take a moment to leave a review and of course, subscribe to the channel, that would be amazing. And I'm really excited to connect with you in the next recording. 